Hi everyone, it is episode 18 of 18! The- <laughs> you didn't even know for sure. <laughs> I did not, because remember last week it was a little questionable. <laughs> it's episode 18 of the Black Girl Binge. This Woo-hoo! week we're talking about poetic justice. Poetic justice, put it in a song. <laughs> is that how it goes? Yes, that's the Kendrick Lamar version. Or did you want to do in the thunder and rain? <laughs> I was about to sing his verse, but I don't remember it. I was like, I'm going to let her go. Okay. Yes. We're episode 18. This is the Black Girl Binge. I'm Ashley. I'm Jennifer. I don't know. I have a new little segment to introduce. Jennifer was not expecting this. So, a new segment. Well, I don't know. I kind of like, I'm stealing shamelessly from my favorite podcast, which is The Read. Every week they come on and they say who they are from in pop culture. Like if somebody did something that they like, like let's say I'm Will Smith because he just slapped Chris Rock or I don't know anything. Just that's just an example. Ah, fuck it up. I'm just using an example. But I had a funny story about that. What? I went to Starbucks. And they had two tip jars, and they said, one "Oh, I was saw that. Chris I saw Rock, that and one was Will Smith." I said, "I don't got no money, but my money Look is Will Smith." They pick each week, like it's two different hosts, and they say who they are. So, I was thinking for our show, we could be like, we could say, we could pick people in our like just. I mean, every week it'll be somebody different. So. We could say who we like in movies, if that makes sense. You get me? Kind of. So, this week, I am... So, really quick. So, like, is it each... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you said just so I'm clear on this. Because I need confirmation. Is this who we, what character we relate to this week? Anything. Just, like, oh. no, it doesn't even have to be about, like, this, what we're talking about. Like, it doesn't have to be a character from Poetic Justice. Poetic Justice. Oh, it could be, like, like anything, anything you like. Yeah. Okay. Who cool. I already know who I am. Ooh, go ahead. Because I can't think of her last name. But she'll know who I'm talking about when I say the first name. No, you go first. It's your segment. <laughs> this is our segment. Um, I'm Janine from Abbott Elementary. Ooh. Y'all don't know what we just did, but we just... <laughs> <laughs> we was doing the Tariq and Janine dance. <laughs> at the black girl binge on twitter at the black girl binge underscore 
and on TikTok at the Black Girl Binge Podcast. Woo woo! So this week we're talking about poetic justice. Poetic justice. Put it in a song. A classic, a black classic. I can literally quote this whole movie, as Jennifer can tell you. And she can. She really can. Now, I have seen Poetic Justice throughout my lifetime, but I have not been able to quote it because I don't even watch it that much. I love this movie. It's problematic, but I love it. It's a, I mean, it's a good movie, but I feel like with a lot of John Singleton's early movies, he left a lot of open-ended plots. Yeah, it was a lot of A lot of open-ended storylines. Because I'm like, what? why would you include this? What are we supposed to think of this? We'll yeah. get into that later, though. Yeah. So to start, I'm going to talk about, I'll tell like the purpose well not the purpose what is it the synopsis of this movie i was gonna say ain't you supposed to be telling us what you watched this week oh you're right look you skipping my favorite the part. wine got me so we, we, was drinking we usually we start started. with you but i'll start <laughs> i didn't watch a lot this week i just watched um better call Saul. this is like that's the spinoff kind of like prequel to um breaking bad and I was obsessed with that show when it was out. And I never started this series, which is so sad because it just got canceled, I think. And it's on, it's like about to be on its sixth season, I think. Or about to, it's in, it has five seasons. So it's really good. I like it. And it's one of those shows, like usually I rush through shows to get them finished. But I don't want to rush through this because I just want to like have something to watch when I'm like eating my food or doing something. Or just trying to watch TV. I like it a lot. Um... I watched Fat Girls with Jennifer. That was so funny. It was. Um, and then I watched The Ultimatum. Yes. I had to think about it because the, the final episodes came out this week. Or the episode. Wait, it's another episode? No, no, no. Last week. I mean, not oh, this week. Okay, the last okay. week. Because you watched it. Like, you binged it. Yeah. So, it was all the way out when you watched it. But when I was watching it, only a couple. They put it out at a time. Like, oh, weekly episodes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. I finished it last week. That's it. I watched, Those are things. To, oh, and I watched Power Force. The ending was so good. We're drinking to Liliana today. Yeah, I'm gonna finish before we have our moment of silence for our girl. What Hold is on. it? Meet me at the crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell everybody. I'm gonna tell everybody. Stop because he did that when Kane and Dad. Who, Tommy? Yes. Wait, I don't remember. I gotta He's go so- back. Okay, so before we get into what I watched this week, there was an episode of Power when Tariq went to pick up Kanan ashes. He posed as Kanan's son. Mm-hmm. And he got the ashes, and Uncle Tommy went with him. <laughs> See, Tommy is Ashley man, but Tommy, to me, that's my Uncle Tommy. Like, I, if, I wish he was my real uncle. Fuck, I, I wish him. he was my real man. He can be. You know he be out here sometimes. I mean, they film in Chicago, but let me know when you come back. That's neither here nor there. Girl, next time he at one of them clubs, we gonna go. Tell me what he said. Oh, <laughs> so he had the blunt and he started singing. Then he, oh, he poured some of his ashes in yeah, the blunt. Yeah, that was a bit weird. <laughs> and then Tariq was like, "Oh, Tommy, you finna smoke that?" He was like, "Yeah." <laughs> First of all, my Tommy. Yeah, that's my show. Y'all, all y'all always talking a mess, but it definitely picked back up in the end. And it, I think it's black girl binge worthy. So, yeah. I watched Power, 
Right along with Ashley, we watched Fat Girls. I watched the Ultimatum. Zay, if you're listening, girl, slide in my DMs. The other thing that I watched was I was watching Sailor Moon. Um, I'm getting into, I'm getting into the girly animes. Cause I'm used to all the gruesome stuff. I'm tired of watching the gruesome stuff. I want to watch this the girly stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Abbott Elementary. Oh, I restarted. Oh yeah, I watched it. Me too. I restarted watching it because it was just too good not to rewatch it. I like how they ended at the same part. Like they like it brought it full circle. Yeah, like yeah. when she was on that ladder, and then they ended it on her the on the ladder. And then she so was nice. in the fucking um hot air balloon. Oh yeah, and that part and then what else happened? When she uh when what's her name? The teacher that she respects a lot. Um, Miss Howard. Yeah, when Miss Howard was like told everybody to sit down and then how Janine ended on the bus like sit down. And everybody sat the fuck down, including Miss Howard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I don't like how Miss Howard's daughter is dating Gregory right now. Yeah, was, he don't like clam chowder soup, girl. That last part was, was not, not needed. <laughs> But yeah, I love that um, show. I, can't I also watched that movie, uh, Deep Blue. Is that what it's called? Yes. Deep Water? Deep, Deep Water. Deep Water. Deep Blue ben is Affleck. a whole different movie. You're right. That movie pissed me off where I, I stopped. I watched like the first 45 minutes and then I stopped because it pissed me off so bad. Did you finish? I did end up finishing it. And after I finished it, of course, I went to Google and looked it up and found out that Sam Levinson is behind the screenplay. So. Wow. I did not know that until you told me. Yeah. So that's crazy. So it makes sense why he was um very much on some take them titties out because you know I'm trying to see them. <laughs> and why the fuck he had Nate in it. He he was on there for a good fifteen minutes and was dead, dead as hell. Asking what kind of shoes he had on. Oh, he ain't had no shoes on because he was in the pool. He was in the pool, <laughs> shoeless. Toe jam and babs. No, poor Nate. Um, I don't really feel bad. So that's really. Oh, of course I watch Pro Age Justice, but I haven't. Re- I've just been rewatching stuff. Oh, I was watching the game too. Yeah, piss me off all the over new, again. Oh, you uh, you did that again. You like to piss yourself no, off. No, cause when um my sister was over here, she was watching the game at her house and came over here and was finishing over here, and she just so happened got to the episode where goddamn Derwin cheated on Melanie with Juicedora. I'm still mad. Yeah, I keep doing that to yourself. Um, I refuse. I mean, I watched it in my adulthood to get a good perspective, and I just feel like Durham was wrong, Melanie was wrong, and I would have stayed with Trey Wiggs, okay? Because when... I don't remember that, man. I got Girl, and I'm not going to back to watch it, because I refuse. Okay. I'm not going to rewatch stuff that pissed me off. Anyways, that's what I watched, so let's take this this moment and we finna pull up for our girl Liliana because Claudia ain't had no business smoking my bitch. She didn't. I really grew to like Liliana too. She was a real one. She was the realest one. Tommy encounter on this in this whole Chicago season. And was. And I say that not because well they did have beef in New York, but that was over with. They turned a new leaf. Like you said, she was the field to her Lil. Yeah. They were. They definitely gave me brother and sister vibes after she let him know. I don't even fuck white boys. 
And what's it called? Um, melted ear. We call Janara melted ear, y'all, if y'all didn't know. But melted ear tried to get her to turn on Tommy. He was like, I'll give you money or I'll give you all this and money. And enough, enough money in the world to make Liliana turn on Tommy. Because at the end of the day, they wanted the same thing. Which is why I don't understand. Why did everybody just think that Tommy was the villain? At the end of the day, Tommy wanted money. He didn't give a fuck about your with this stupid. bitch, this nigga, nothing. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. Why did Claudia shoot Liliana? She when didn't have a reason. It didn't make did sense. It. She already knew that her da was behind Gloria's death. Say shit. Shite. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you say it. And now I can't unhear it thanks to you. Um, yeah, Lucky Charm set all that up. And she knew that and still shot Liliana, which didn't make no sense. Because you were working with Liliana and you were working with Tommy. Another thing that don't make no sense to me is Claudia was so thirsty to flip Dahlia on Tommy. But then turned around and said, I did that shit. Bitch, which one is it? Is it Tommy? What, do you want to take you? credit for it or do you want Tommy to get killed, bitch? And I don't understand how she thought everything was going to go back to normal after she shot and killed um, Dahlia. After she shot and killed Scarface. Liliana. Make it make sense. She was Also, I want to throw in, why is Irritating Voice, why is Frog Voice back at the end? Ain't you supposed to be fighting Tariq Trail? Ain't you supposed to be trying to convict him of murder? Now you over here. These people don't know who Frogface is, Jennifer. You have to elaborate. What the fuck is her name? Um, Sullivan? Yeah, her. Jenny Sullivan. No, not her. The other lady. But she was there too. What other lady? The one with the... Like, she talked like her, um... Her, her nose is stopped up. Uh, to rank St. Patrick. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna know who you talking about. Her. <laughs> Don't she ain't she already working on Tariq case? Why is she over here in Chicago? Stay in New York. It's just giving me do y'all not have enough business to do in New York that you keep trying to come after the same people? It's old. It sounds like a personal vendetta, actually. It don't even sound like y'all doing this for the case. You're doing this because you got a personal vendetta. And I'm telling And you know she got something against the whole St. Patrick family. She was trying to you know what? It ain't a lot of them left. It's only Tariq and his grandma and Yasmin. Guess what? Yasmin and the mama, they got a whole new name. Her name ain't even Yasmin no more. What is it? It don't matter. Okay. Not the way she memorized her damn name in that little ass car ride, but then couldn't remember how to lie on the stand for Tariq. And she was like, oh, I, I just want to go home. Tariq, I want to go home with you. Baby, it's not happening if you couldn't get your life straight. But whatever. She was too cute with her little puff and her little Burberry dress. Period, sis. She's anyway. giving me that little girl off the boondocks. What was her name? I don't remember. Was it Yasmin? I feel like it was Yasmin. It might. I feel like it was Yasmin. But I'll Google it. Anyways. But yeah. Those are the things we've watched over this week. And now it's time to get into the meat and potatoes of the show. So now it is time for us to talk about the main attraction today, which is Poetic Justice. This movie takes place in the 90s and it highlights the life of beautician slash poet Janet Jackson, who plays Justice as she uh, 
I think it's just like her maneuvering life after death, the death of her boyfriend, and just like trying to overcome that obstacle of mourning, that mourning period. In the thunder and rain. So Google has it as a romance drama, which it is, but it's also a little comedy in it because Tupac is funny. Come on now, y'all. He is. When he told that, um, we're gonna get to it, but one of my favorite, well, it's not a favorite part, but just like his little, like, I always watch movies and I catch little shit that actors say. When he was, like, at the the gas station, and he was talking to that truck driver who's mad as hell. First of all, it was three different gas, like, little stations that man could have used. But he was, like, Garth Brooks. He's slamming, right? Like, that part was so funny to me, and I don't know why. I thought the the part where it was Tupac in Chicago, and they were talking to the uh, the Mexican men, and they both was just going at each other. And they I were being racist. <laughs> That's gotta be racist. He said, oh my gosh, I can't re- even repeat it. It was so bad. We just gonna leave it there. But the yep. synopsis that Google has is still grieving after the murder of her boyfriend. Hairdresser Justice writes poetry to deal with the pain of her loss. Unable to get to Oakland to attend a convention because of her broken down car, Justice gets a lift with her friend Aisha and Aisha's postal boy postal worker boyfriend in Chicago. Along for the ride is Chicago's co-worker Lucky. His name is Lawrence, y'all. First of all, this synopsis what? would not make me want to watch this movie. I'm <laughs> like, what the like fuck? Hold on, let me finish it. Oh, okay, Lucky, to whom Justice grows close close after some initial problems but is she ready to open her heart again first of all the synopsis that this is google it's very boring it's not boring it just seems it's ghetto. boring it's giving ghetto because what the fuck are we talking why about? Would you say about why would you say that about her broken down car why would you say that um, <laughs> because it was broken down <laughs> okay so this is wikipedia's so it is um it's probably no better an african-american poet mourning the loss of her boyfriend to gun violence ain't that the same shit goes on a road trip from south central la to oakland on a mail truck alongside her friend and a postal worker who she initially initially cannot stand but soon helps justice deals with her depression you know what these all sound really ghetto and i don't like it so this is my breakdown of what this movie is about it's about a girl who do hair and her name is Justice. And on a weekend trip to a hair show, she catches a ride with her friends and she fucking falls in love with the nigga she couldn't stand. The end. I mean, yes. That's what it's about. The short answer, yes. Y'all can't tell me that anyway. So happened. let's get into like. By the way, that nigga was Tupac Shakur. <laughs> which was what I was going to start with. Let's get into the actual movie. <laughs> it's a lot that happened in between Jennifer's synopsis and Google and Wikipedia's synopsis. So let's get into it. So, like you said, you highlighted Tupac. This movie had a lot of black magic it was a lot of black blacky blackity black activity and i loved it it was janet jackson regina king it was tupac it was q-tip it was jennifer motherfucking lewis it was candy alexander who is olivia post mama by the way if y'all didn't know now you motherfucking know it is tone loke and then roger um i'm sorry if i mispronounced his name or butch it is but it's Gouvi- Gouvenaire. 
Smith. Um, yeah, just like to just to name a few. So a blackity black cat. So many people in in between. It was amazing. I love this movie. Like like I said, I could clip this all damn day. But yeah. To start, I just want to say the op- the movie in the opening scene is so cringy, and it made no sense. They were like, I don't know, maybe it was just like a random thing to watch in the beginning of the movie that ha- that played no role in it. But I always try to make sense out of nonsense or just sense out of anything. But I just didn't understand the movie that they put in the beginning of this movie. It was weird. Yeah, with the whole fake movie. Yeah. I didn't get that either. I get like they were at the movie, like the drive-in and like Wait, trying to enjoy the movie. That bald-headed man, I thought that was Jason Pitts from the game. That's not him. I'm done with you. Um, I didn't think that. I did think he was wearing a ball cap. He definitely was. You no, it's his head. Like that the, I, not that I Google him. Google him. Okay. Google the cast of um Party Justice, and you about to see that's his real fucking head. Anyway, while you're doing that, I'm such an empath. I would have felt so responsible for um, Justice, Justice's boyfriend's death. It was in no way her fault, but I just felt like I understood. Q-tip, I deserve to die. I just understood. <laughs> I understood her struggle like through the whole Bobby movie. Really is I told you. Uh, you don't be believing me. He was in something Y'all else. be having to touch the stuff. He's an Aquarius. First of all, and then after that, <gasps> he was the motherfucking man on Titanic. What man? He the, ain't no damn Jack. No, he wasn't. I didn't Jack. watch he Titanic, was, by the way, but I know oh, the fuck. Okay, I know well, the plot of it. Okay, well, the man that Rose was with before she left that man for Jack, that's who he played. Oh wow. Okay. The, okay, Lord um Avery the second, which is the one the guy who played in um Boys in the Hood. Remember where I, t- I was telling you? Yes. Off who, off the podcast that he died in real life by the same like the same the he same acted grounds like a, of his characters. characters. Yeah, that's first of all, why did they not give him a real name in this movie? His name was Thug Number One. Also, he didn't have a name in the other movies either. Really? He didn't have one in Boys in the Hood? No. That's crazy. But yeah, if you guys didn't know, look up the story. We're not going to talk about it here because it's not that type of podcast. But he lived a life that was very similar to the characters that he played in these movies. And that's so sad to me. That gangster shit. Alexa! No. What is that? Why would you say I want that? a gangster boogie with my gangster bitch. My Alexa, I'm sorry. I'm sensitive. When I'm well, on the phone with my sister and we be we be like, oh my God, Alexa, play da da da. Both my Alexa and her Alexa will play whatever we talking about. I'm just like, see, I don't like that. <laughs> well, I don't got Alexa, so I don't be known. You don't? Uh, Miss Buster, though. Janet Jackson did not, from what I researched, she did not tell um, or demand that Tupac get a STD test before the kisses. That him. was a rumor for a long time. It was, too. and people believe that shit. And I think, like, in one of those movies, because I don't remember, it's just a lot of those, like, Tupac, how Tupac and Biggie died movies. And I, think, I, don't, like, I think they just made that rumor based off of who they were in the rap game. Yeah, I think so. It didn't and have nothing two, to do with them as a person. I Tupac was a whore, I'm sure, but he wasn't, like, no dirty-ass nigga. <laughs> but you don't have to be dirty to get any STD. If I was old enough in the 90s, I would have gave him this. 
But I don't think I don't think it's that. I, I think would have licked what the ball happened off was anyway. Relax. He relaxed. He I, got. She ended up getting a cold from Q-tip in the kissing when they kissed in that one scene. So I think she was just trying not to do any of those things. But she didn't demand that he did an STD test from like what they I was making Googling. a scene on the internet. Yeah, that's that. A lot of things that, that Janet Jackson was accused of was not even close. When she did her documentary for Lifetime, like the whole Justin Timberlake. Oh, thing, I still gotta watch that. It was it's like three parts. Um, it was really good. She she came to so she told everybody she did not have a child with her husband. She there is no secret Jackson child. She does not have a secret child. The only child she got is the one she got. She was. Well, not. I could have told y'all that. That's the the girl who pretended to be her damn child is the only one who believed that. I want her in prison. <laughs> Jail. Shit. Okay. Um. But but she was uh strong in the knees for me to turn down Tupac in this movie because yeah. I would have folded. Fold, Fold like, your shit like an origami. Fold your shit. I'm a pretzel. I'm a flamingo origami. Not you really thinking about the opportunity to be next to Tupac. I um, just want to smell him. Jada. But in the same breath, Tupac's baby mama in this movie. A crackhead. <laughs> Come on, Judge Mathis. Um, a crackhead. I know a crackhead when I see a crackhead and baby, that's a crackhead. You're not wrong. Um, she she didn't look like shit, nor was she worth a damn. She the didn't house, give a fuck about a daughter. The like house that. was a mess, a damn mess. And she was doing hard-ass drugs, like you said. No, thank you. She was doing hard-ass drugs, like you said. Crackhead. And she was working on baby daddy number three back there in the back. Whore. Sound like somebody I know. You're a whore. Your mother was a whore in Chebecca. <laughs> um... Fast forward a little bit. Um, what I, news did Haywood get in the salon? Like, we talked about this outside the show. The light, okay, so if y'all don't know who Haywood is, it's um the light-skinned man in the salon. Like, it was just really devastating for him to get that news. And then we never even knew what the news was. Yeah, that kind of hints at and what she was talking about. And then he got into it with the other gay stylist. Well, I don't and I'm think just he like, was gay. It was given that Haywood was gay and this man wasn't gay. Well, so that's what they tried that, to, like, It sounded like he was on a down low when they was fucking. But okay, maybe we'll never know because they didn't elaborate on that part of the story, which is like, why did you put this in the movie? And John if Singleton is no longer here with us, so we'll never get those answers. That's crazy. We should probably research that. I wouldn't know. Like, what was like? It's so many things in movies. Didn't he make Friday as well? Um, yes, with uh, Ice Cube. Who the fuck stole the boxes if it wasn't Craig? Was it Ezel? I think it was Ezel. Ezel, we got to the point of the villain, and it's a semi-villain to me. But who's your villain? Yes. Did we have one last week? I think it was Coraline's parents, but um, the villain was I think it was Coraline's parents. Mm. They were neglectful. I would have called um child service. Coraline and her damn parents. Um, I know the obvious villain was the other mother, but yeah. I mean, she was just mirroring what was going on in this girl's life. So, clearly, it was her parents. But my villains for poetic justice, I would like to say, 
It was Jesse, the hairstylist, and it was Justice. She was That's like, crazy you say that. You wanna know why? Why? Cause Jesse is my damn um villain. You're catching on to me. Hmm. Pretty good pleading. <laughs> and I don't know if I could, would count her as a full villain, but I definitely said she was a semi villain. You could I don't know. I just you could go first like, on why she okay. she's a villain. So I feel like Jesse and Justice are the villains because Jesse was influencing Justice. Her emotions and shit, like knowing what was going on with her. I mean, I could say Aisha Regina King is a villain, but she really wasn't. She was her own villain, but not the movie's villain. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was just how Jesse was influencing, um, Justice. Like when she, when Justice was talking to Tupac or whatever, and then was like, "Oh, you want to taste my punani?" Like that was some shit she got from Jesse. I don't. I think, ain't gonna blame her for that part. Justice was like that part was like weird to me. It was. I very felt cringy. like it was unnecessary because why did he have to smell your cigarette red hot bean breath? Like he said, Nijo as a damn breath mint. She eating the wrong. It's when he, when she blew her breath in his face. I I jumped back to. I just felt like that was unnecessary. Like what the fuck? It was unnecessary. But I also felt like you remember towards the end, like. You, we could all, see that um Justice developed feelings for him, but then like here comes Jesse with her negativity. I ain't seen you with no man. I ain't she seen, keeps talking about a man, but then I don't never see one. I you ain't right. never seen one. All you I do right. is see you send little boys to the store with twenty dollars. First of all, why are you sending him to the store with twenty dollars? He only needs ten. And she had, she he knows you be. to show she had, shut up. I'm done with you. <laughs> My problem was I don't I don't put place blame on that situation on Jesse. That was definitely Justice, but it was fucking weird. But also for that situation, Justice, you see how fans uh Tupac is, and that don't mean you gotta talk to him or nothing like that. Look, I don't wanna put two black men against each other, but Q tip was fine, but Tupac was fine. Yeah. Okay. Girl. He was now only one of them got to work with Beyonce. Which one was that? Q-tip. I mean, was and Beyonce? Carmen. But Beyonce met Selena. This is true. Who did Tupac meet? You know what? We could have gotten more Tupac, but since he faked his death to run away from Jada Pinkett Smith. All right. And this is in the, the part of the show where I edited it out. If we ain't got to edit that out, girl, keep that in there. That's the quality tea. Anyway. Allegedly, we got to put allegedly okay. in there. Allegedly, anyway, allegedly but, that happened. But I'm for, sorry, after my boyfriend would have died, and it's been months after he died, and then I met this fine ass nigga with potential. Well, she I'm we already seen, like a pretzel. We already seen how she felt about. Um, well, it's a little bit later or after this part in the movie, but how she felt. She spoke how she felt about a post office worker. She was like, they "You know, they don't make no money." And that's a lie, because they do make some money. Now, I don't know about now, but they still make some money. I know some postal workers, they make some don't money. Don't tell your business. They ain't my business. I don't work there. Anyway. It's a government job. For me, Jessie is a semi-villain because she gave Justice that advice saying that a man is the tool and you need to know when to take him out of the box and when to put him back in. And for me, that just didn't make no damn sense because we're not talking about a man that Justice broke up with or that he broke up with her. Her nigga died. Dead as hell. What kind the nigga of dead. He got on? Dead as hell. The nigga dead. The nigga died. And, and my Therese St. Patrick Michael um, Rainey voice. 
the nigga died. Like he's not coming back. It's I could get it if if if, if she's not dating him anymore and he's still like walking around healthy and stuff. No. But you're talking about putting somebody in the toolbox that is she lost. She literally watched this man die in front of her eyes. What are you talking about? I just hated that advice for her. And the more the like the older I get, the more <sighs> traumatic. The more what is it? Toxic. Jesse's character is. All of his love is. <laughs> so, the, mm, I don't know. That yeah, that part can go to hell. Jesse's advice, and she just walked around the uh, the the salon like her shit didn't stink. I was telling um Jennifer that she in a bitch that bitch smoking a black and mild. What the fuck is you smoking around my silk press for? <laughs> that made Ashley so mad. It did because you. If anybody smokes around my silk press right now, I'm going to get upset. And you're going to smoke your nasty black and miles around my silk press while I'm paying for it? I haven't even paid for it. If you ain't got a client, take that shit outside. Bitch, already take it outside before we even get to your client. Do not smoke a black and mild around me. I don't care if I got braids. You want to know who Dexter, I mean, uh, Dexter and um, what's the column? Haywood reminded me of. Dexter was the straight, straight stylist moolah and carry on if y'all don't know who moolah and carry on y'all need to watch bad boys club (laughs) and tell me it didn't tell me it didn't all right i'm waiting i'll keep waiting it did it did it did and you know i just caught up like yesterday jennifer did we forgot to mention that on what we watched this weekend but we both watched um bad boys club very pointless ass show, but entertaining nonetheless. It's messy, messy TV. I love a good. I might be. What is that? What, what's the TikTok? I might be classy, but I love a good hood jam. <laughs> she ain't got no. Stop. I know the TikTok. I don't. I don't have it. Where <laughs> I'm just like, wow. I'm with the gangster shit. I want a gangster boogie with my gangster bitch. First of all, Tupac is me. I'm your gangster bitch. Yeah, too late. Little mama, he gone. You ain't even ha- that last part was not needed. I'm sorry, but he gone. If I can't you have him, say that to if me. I can't have him, you need to know you can't either. The next part I said is that justice uh, didn't have to go so hard on male men. Girl, you were dating a hood boy, so. Your argument is invalid to me because it's not like, not that anybody is better than anybody, but you're not dating a doctor. You're not dating teachers. You're not dating. You're dating a hood nigga. You're dating a hood pharmacist. Who are you to talk down on a mailman? That's what Tupac called him. He said, hood pharmacist. Yeah. So, yeah. Lucky mama. Jennifer motherfucking Lewis, my idol. My auntie. <laughs> yes. She said she done raising kids, but who was watching Keisha when Lucky went out of town? Huh? Right, cause you didn't take he didn't take her back to um his her ba- his baby mama. Couldn't have been. Cause she was doing them shits, them drugs. Um, anything up until now you want to talk about? Um, I was gonna get off topic, but let me stay on topic. Um. I feel like uh, Aisha was a problematic friend. <coughs> oh, I done triggered something. I'm glad you brought that up. 
Because I've been wanting to talk it. about it for a long motherfucking minute now. Um, Yeah, I just felt like Aisha was toxic. First, she was. First, the situation with Chicago. Like, this wasn't your nigga. You was just fucking this nigga if you asked me. She was definitely just fucking that nigga. Um, inviting your friend on a trip with you and this nigga that you have went out of town with multiple times is giving me what were you doing with a nick with niggas a bunch of niggas with your nigga like why were you the only girl so nobody else goes with you shit why why what that's whole different question everything you said is correct for me. Yes, Aisha is very toxic, very problematic, very, like, questionable friendship there. But for me, what I didn't like is that Justice took such a problem. Like, they painted Aisha out to be this alcoholic. And granted, she was drinking a lot. But for me, the problem came in was when they tried to make Justice have an attitude about her drinking because she related it to her mom's drinking. I don't feel like we had, as a viewer, had enough backstory on her and mom. And we didn't. We didn't know. We'd never see her mom. We never hear about the conversation. We were introduced to this character, grown as hell. She already was grown and had her own life to live and all this other stuff. Never knew anything about her mom. How are y'all introducing a problem between her and her mother and then making it parallel to a problem that she's having with her best friend? That just came out of the blue for me, and I didn't like that part. That's it for me, or on that topic. That's all I have to say is Aisha wasn't too much of a good friend. I mean, yeah, she was, but like a good character, no. Because that whole scene at the picnic, and she kept saying like, oh, yeah, we married, da-da-da-da, and then, but she went another day. Why even her. lie about that part? Why just say, why just not say that's your boyfriend? Why y'all right. have to, like, why would you say that was your, your husband and it's not? And then, Chicago, you're not a real man because you're not even speaking on nothing. Oh. Also, with that weekend fade, which it really was a weekend fade, because you got a little fake little high top and then waves in the back. It don't make sense. Stop. If, if you're going to have waves, I need to see that shit all over. It needs to be 360. Waves on swim so they hate on him. So I can drown when you in Shut up! Don't you start. It's okay. We I skipping ahead to... too much. Oh, right. Okay. Justice knew she could have gotten a ride with her uh, co-workers. I didn't understand that. Why you just didn't get in the car with your co-workers? They needed That's to what make this movie with. make sense. Because it, this... it just so happened that the hair show is in Oakland. And, and Tupac or uh, Chicago and Lucky are going to, to, uh, to Oakland as well. Like, that made no sense. Like, y'all are reaching at this point. Because she definitely... They asked her if she wanted a ride the day before. And the fact that she didn't even think of them before she just called Aisha. I get that that's your best friend. But you were already skeptical about driving with them in the beginning without knowing who Tupac was or, I mean, mm-hmm. that his friend was Chicago and that his friend was dating your friend. So, I don't know. That was a reach for me. I didn't understand that part. That's something I'm calling out. Um, also, she could have been a little less rude um, because essentially Lucky and Chicago were giving him her a free ride to Oakland. She didn't, uh, she didn't have to give up no gas. All she, she paid for the gas, and then she also, which brings me back to the point that Aisha was a bad friend because she 
didn't she it was perpetuated that she was this person who didn't pay for anything without they didn't say that but it was like um Chicago was giving her money and then justice paid for the stuff at the gas station including her liquor and her um the little toy guns that they bought and all this other stuff so yeah I I'm catching it all miss bitch but I say all that to say to go back to Janet Jackson, Justice's character. It could have been a little less rude to Tupac. Like, he was trying to have basic conversation. Now, I will say, he has to call her a bitch. No, he didn't say she was a stuck-up bitch, but I didn't I understand. said, you a mean bitch. When he said that, I said, damn. <laughs> you felt offended. Like, he was talking to you. I didn't really understand. Okay, so the part. Bear woke he was just trying to have a simple conversation. You sitting in the front seat with him. It would been have it would have been rude for him to just sit in silence or play his music. He was actually trying to engage in conversation. But Justice, I don't know. I guess she was thinking he was trying to flirt with her since he was trying to flirt with her at her job. But I'm like, girl, y'all finna be on a road trip for like eight hours. Y'all gonna have to socialize eventually. Cause what were you about to do in this front seat? And that's now, rude me, as fuck. I know what I'll do in the front seat with Tupac. I know. Girl, he's driving. Relax. Relax. My next deal. Relax. And One thing about Lucky in Chicago, they didn't uh get involved in each other um mess. They squabbles. Yeah, now nah, they both he said, shit, that's their business. Mean as hell. Now we are getting about to get into Chicago. Chicago was the most egocentric, narcissistic, Uh-oh. insecure. <sighs> Y'all didn't get Ashley started. I'm going to leave it there. I ain't even going to say too much because there ain't too much to say about it. I said all I had to say. That's all that Chicago was. That. Egocentric, narcissistic, insecure ass man. That's what he was. It's no like, and it, it shows like it got worse after Aisha was flirting with that guy at the um picnic or whatever or the family reunion. But it showed kind of throughout the whole movie like he always like had to prove himself or think he felt the need to prove himself, especially like after um, well after that's the whole scene. But they were at the um like a little picnic table outside of the. The whole family reunion after they got him and Aisha got into it the first time yeah. and he was talking and Lucky was playing the music and he was like and Janet Jackson was like oh that sounds so good turn it up and he was like he ain't talented and then Lucky asked him well what the fuck is your talent bitch he said <laughs> he said I could dress what the fuck is that what the and fuck is what what do you mean? What do you mean you can dress? Like, yes, that's a talent. Yes, don't get me wrong. But you're a hater. Like, what what was the point of you saying that he don't have talent or that that I wasn't talent? I didn't understand talent? the presence of his um, character. I didn't either. Like, you, you, for the most part, he was not helping Tupac drive his car, his, his damn truck, to Oakland. You work in the mail room. You're not even a real mailman. That's all I had to say about that, man. Crashing a family reunion seems so fun, but I ain't gonna lie. I would shit myself. When they- <laughs> I'm actually terrified of family reunions because I I never got one. I've been around... So, it's, it's, so, you know how they make the statements like, oh, nephew, I see you. Like, mm-hmm. I was I'm always... I'm gonna get that one time. 
I was always scared <laughs> like I wasn't making an impression because I'm scared to meet other people family because well, I don't know introvert. what yeah I don't know what their expectations are supposed to be of me I don't know what you told them so what are they expecting to see I, I don't, don't know. like meeting people's family but in the two relationships that I was in I you got, got the that nephew nephew that's you Surely is, but guess what? I didn't have to make his plate. He made my plate. Oh, the aunties was looking at you. They was like, "I was never flitty. <laughs> I was never flitty." I mean, was she trying to say flirty? I would like to think, but I just feel like if I'm with his people, then he should make me a plate. But if he was with my people, I would make him a plate. That's how I feel. I don't know. I'm kind of like, not that you should be like this. I'm not. I'm just saying. This just saying. I would have made the play myself. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I would have made the play for both of us. That's just me. I'm just like, I don't know. That's me. I mean, I definitely can make my own play because I don't. For example, like my ex when he made my plate, like he would give me. It's like he gave me a spoonful of everything. I don't like that. Don't nigga. First of all, I ate your auntie macaroni before, and this shit a hit. I need two spoonfuls. I don't need one. And then the yams give me two spoonfuls of that. No, see, don't see. see, That's another reason why I need to make my own plate at the barbecue because. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I don't eat everything. And don't bring me no fucking yam because I'm gonna ball the pa- I'm gonna um, fold the paper plate and then put it in the garbage can so now, y'all don't one see thing I threw it that away. I don't like from everybody, I don't want everybody dressing. Mm-hmm. Or greens. Dressing okay. or greens. We talking about know. barbecues. Okay, so just in general, you don't okay. I get that. It's only you a couple eat, of people can't. who I will eat their stuff. But if I'm if like if this is my new man or whatever and we at the function and you make me a plate. You're not tasting it, you're not taste testing. I'm taste testing everything and then what I like I'm gonna keep eating, but if I don't like it, I'm you folding that shit plate. up <laughs> and throwing it in the garbage. And then he gonna be like, You want some more? When I make my to go plate, it's just gonna be of the chicken and the Polish and the hamburger and, and the cheese, the <laughs> mac and cheese. So off to- I mean it's on topic, but off topic. You know, like, when we were younger, I used to love, like, slapping barbecue sauce on my food. And then I feel like that's why I ate my food. But yes. now I just don't eat barbecue sauce. That's so weird to me. Like, I just like barbecue regular by itself. So, okay. So, I, I get what you're saying. Especially with the foods that were specifically on the grill. You mm-hmm. got to throw the barbecue sauce on there. Now that I'm older, some of that stuff don't need barbecue sauce. Yeah. I, I think it was. On my hot links. I don't want barbecue sauce on that. (laughs) I think now that we older and our taste has developed, like, we don't need this unnecessary stuff. And the reason we got barbecue is so that we would eat it because we liked barbecue sauce. Now, bitch, I ain't gonna lie to you. We talked about it. You you said dressing earlier, and I said, okay, yeah, I used to slap on cranberry sauce for dressing. I can't eat cranberry. I mean, I can't eat dressing without cranberry sauce. I don't care. I don't care whose dressing it is. I don't care if it's Big Mary's, Little Mary's. (laughs) <laughs> Little Louise, I don't care. It's got, I gotta have cranberry sauce. I don't like cranberry sauce. What the fuck? I don't. I don't eat it. I like my. I eat my dressing. You eat plain ass dressing? 
Well, my mom. That to me is like eating a Popeye's biscuit sometimes. Okay, so I have I a mean, question. So my mama, when she makes dressing, she put turkey in it. Do anybody else put? Yeah. Turkey? Okay. Then yeah, I eat it plain. I, I said yeah, like it's like a duh, but I mean, some people don't. Now that I'm my older, do. I do put hot sauce on it, but I will what eat it plain. Fuck, girl, you in my business? Don't do that. Not when I'm judging. Now that you, <laughs> now you offended. Look, we ain't even talking about the movie no more. We talking I mean, about the barbecue. People can relate if they listening to this. They about to write it, and y'all better say y'all. I'm I'm putting cranberry sauce on mine. If we talking about Thanksgiving or the uh, barbecue, function, it don't matter. We're talking about you, right? In it don't matter. But I think the we were talking about um crashing a family reunion. That seems like fun in theory. They. But I'd be so paranoid the whole time that somebody's going to say, like... That's rude people, and disrespectful. It is rude and disrespectful. But I'll be so paranoid that somebody's going to call me out for not really being family. Like, I'm pretend like I'm somebody's girlfriend the whole time. But the person I'm with... Don't call his motherfucking ass out for not being your family for real. But how, then again, how do you know for real if somebody is all the way family? I don't think you do. I just think... I don't know. Somebody at it's, that damn reunion. It's only been two families I've been close to, and it's really just they know who you is off site. Uh, just because you was around them before. No, because that man was acting. He was like, couldn't be. Couldn't be. Did not know them. He was like, I ain't seeing you since you was. I'm cut. I'm your cousin, cousin Pete. Just call me cousin Pete. What did he Pete. say? He said, um, if I had somebody like you, I'd be called lucky too. Shit, if I had a woman like this, I'd be lucky too. I'm just like, oh lord, this is embarrassing. Either you drunk or you like this for real. A little of both. I feel like we all got that uncle that kind of like blur the lines. That's so sad that you blur the lines yeah. between like I'm family and you hitting on me and At it's least, nasty. You know what? And that's why I'm not mad. I got the issue, nephew. It's me, unk. I'm trying to get the dis you nephew. But I gotta go outside to get the dis you nephew. I mean, we can't. I don't go outside for real. Y'all that y'all on y'all own. Okay. Bitch, we dragging you outside with your mask and all. Anyway, the messy's auntie would have got walked away from. Now, like we said, I Not Maria Angelou. Her too. Again, like we said. I would have been like, why you not at Medea shit? Ain't you supposed to be in Georgia? Why you in LA? Why are you in my business? If I wear my ring or not. Where your ring at? R.I.P. Angela. But where your ring at? <laughs> you interrupt him. Um, she should also, like we said, she shouldn't have been pretending like she was married. That was unnecessary. You could that just said that was your boyfriend. was not needed. I didn't understand why she didn't just say that was her boyfriend. Because I think, um, didn't Justice say that part? She was like, this her husband? Or no, no, no. She, Aisha said that part. It don't matter. Either way, y'all, was, that last part was not needed. It wasn't. Um, but I feel like the family reunion was a good contrast from every, like, the everyday environment that they were used to seeing. Kind of like how the movie when Janet Jackson was in her house and then she saw the helicopter going around. Yeah. And I kind of like contrasted that to this sitch, um, this setting that they were in. Like it just seemed like people were together and then like black was being celebrated and it was just like love and not time where they were fearing for their lives or fearing for the men. She felt like vulnerable. Yeah. I a like little that part. safe. Like I can be... A little free. Because you see, she started even talking to Lucky and, like, he got into telling her, like, 
She was like, oh, so you have a, a kid. And he had never answered for real. Until he like, did they it. They did their little thing. Until the end. Yeah. What took you so long, weirdo? Boy, first of all, if you got a kid and I see you a good daddy, you gonna get this. All right. You keep trying to throw it back to Tupac. He gone. <laughs> no, he not. He in hiding. He don't come out. Anyway, home. allegedly. Anywho. Um, it's reinforced by Maggie Angelo. Like this whole little contrast that I was talking about. When she was speaking on morals. I also feel like that part. Her speaking on morals kind of reminded me of that song with Lauren Hill. How you gonna win when you ain't right within. Ooh, like it I was know very like judgmental. I don't know. Like they, I don't know. I just feel like older women, like they be so stuck on what was put, what was instilled in them. Yeah, that they be trying to force that onto the next generation of women. Yeah. and I don't like that because y'all. I mean, it was. I'm sure it was the same, but it was also different because it was a like, different time. Yeah. Like, how shit is going now with the current debate on what's going on in the world is, oh, I'm not doing 50-50 with no man. In my honest opinion, sometimes it's going to be different. At the end of the day, you got to do what works for you. Yeah. I know. I just, I still don't understand why Aisha would just go and be like, this is my husband. But you, and then turned around and then flirted with somebody else. But then while she is speaking highly of Chicago in front of these women, they they downplaying her. So it's like, what did what the fuck was y'all looking for? What did y'all want? Yeah. It was unnecessary. And I it was. Like, we could have left this scene out. Yeah. Maya, Miss Angelou, did you see that video? It was like a video where some girl, it was on the Oprah show, and some girl, she was like, Maya... Like, she was, you know that segment where, like, Oprah picked somebody in the audience and they asked their question? Mm-hmm. So, they were asking the question, but they posed it to, and Maya Angelou was the guest. Um, and she was just like, this question is for Maya. And then after she finished asking her question, Maya Angelou, Dr. Maya Angelou, now I feel like, even though she's not here, she's going to get Maya together. But she was just like, is is Dr. Maya Angelou. Or is, is Maya Angelou. Like, because the girl just said her first name. She got her ass together, essentially. And people didn't like... That clip came back out, like, uh, I think before... Right before she died or after she died. I mean, I get it. talking shit. I get it why she would want that acknowledgement just because off the, off the strength that a lot of black women were not recognized for their accomplishments and they were downplayed. So I get it why she would want to be known as dr maya angelou but at the same time if that girl didn't say it you could have just simply educated her you could have just went i think she she did like i don't think it was like the doctor part that made i don't even know if she said doctor but she definitely said her name her full name i think for that girl she said oh it's just because what did she say I'm much older than you. She made her, she just said her whole name instead of like her. Because like you don't know these celebrities like that. Just like how, what's the call them? Young Miami doesn't like to be called, what's Carisha? the Carisha. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Your name Carisha and Santana call you Carisha. I'm going to call you Carisha. Carisha, please. But I mean, I get it because Doja Cat don't like to be called Amala. She likes to be called really? Doja Cat. Yeah, just because some fans and an interviewer. Well, people be acting weird. An interviewer had, um miss said her yeah mispronounced her name and she just was like call me doja cat it's not hard amala it's not but they call her amala 
They said Amber. Now you're trying to be funny. I felt like they were trying to be funny because her name is African. So I felt like they were trying to be funny. Bitch. You know, I don't play about Doja Cat. Her name is Amala. It's not hard. It's giving me what they do to Kamala Harris. With Kamala. Kamala. Yeah, like, don't do that, bitch. Y'all not funny. I did like Justice and Lucky together. I did think that they were cute. But what I didn't think was cute was when he was like... He was looking at her. Like, you know those inner um, monologues that they were doing? Like, the inner dialogue with themselves, yeah. what they were thinking? So, he was like, like she is kind of cute. Yeah. Um, I got to get her number. And he just, like, made it all about sex. I didn't like that part. Because, like, nigga, you was going to stick around for one nasty. That was up. nasty. Like, why did you just make it about that? I just felt like that was unnecessary. Um... I was happy when they put Chicago out the car. He started being a hater-ass bitch after a certain point, and I was tired of seeing it. I just felt like his part was fully unnecessary. I got, like, that he was Chicago's friend, and they had to paint this picture of the challenges Justice and him overcame, and I don't know. (laughs) All that bullshit. But I'm glad he put Chicago out the car or the truck. That made me happy. Um, but to fast forward a little bit, unfair for Lucky to blame the death. Oh no, just wasting time. Cousin. I don't know if he, but he didn't blame the death on her. He was just saying, if I wasn't with you, wasting time, I could have been to my cousin. But both of y'all you know would have been dead. Like, what would have happened if not saying it like that? But like, you could have gotten hurt or killed too if you were here on time to be around your cousin. Like, if you got here on schedule. So, I don't know, you just, it was misdirected anger in that moment, so I was over that. But I did appreciate in the end when he gave her a real ass apology, I felt like some movies could have just made it fake and like brush it off and just, I don't know. I appreciated the real apology. That's all I had to say for this movie. What do you have to say? Um, what do you rate the movie? Wait, you don't have anything? Um, I... I don't, I expected more for an ending, but it's like I it, think they ran out of time. It felt like not only did they run out of time, but I feel like with a a couple of John Singleton movies, um, they don't give you full full closure at the end. Yeah, um, I mean, I did like that Lucky came with his daughter. He finally answered Justice's questions like, "Yes, I have a daughter," and he came. But I'm just like, we can do this over dinner or something first. Like you just you now I feel like you're looking for a free hairstyle for your daughter and I'm gonna do it. Did you seen that little baby hair? Okay, look, Keisha got her a new dude because she got free. Yes, I can mess with you for the free. Uh uh, where's she has a she has a wristband. Oh, never mind. Her daddy is the wristband. I would rate this movie. It's one of my favorites. I'm not gonna lie to you. Even with the like the holes in the plot. And well, not it's not a lot of hoes, but with all with any of the things that I came up with, with problems that I had with this movie, like I still rate this like a four. I can quote this movie all day long. The soundtrack is phenomenal. Um, actors in this movie phenomenal. Like the the whole black cast was amazing. Like it's uh, favorites. Yvette Wilson is in this movie. She is. Oh my gosh! Like. 
even like no matter how small the role was like this movie is iconic to me like literally you heard me sit here quote the whole movie so i think it's a five or four i almost gave it a five um i gave it a three um damn i just hyped <laughs> the fuck out of this movie no i mean I because fucking two no because this is a personal favor for you um but like I said, like there could have been more. Uh, there was a lot of open plots that could have yeah. just been solved. I, the thing I like most is one of your favorite things, which is the soundtrack. And then I also like that the movie is just blacky, blackity black. Like they had a lot of good black actors. And if you notice, John Singleton, he um puts the same actors into his other movies. So I like that he 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 put his people on. Yeah. So, that was it. Yeah, so I fuck sweetie. Like I said, this is not a movie that I have watched a million times, like Ashley. But I do this like poetic shit. justice. I do like it, but I think I I simply just like it because Janet Jackson. Just because I like Michael Jackson, I like Janet Jackson. Well, actually, them the only two that really had a music career outside their family. No, Tito, Jermaine. I, I ain't never heard their music outside of the group. Just because you ain't heard it don't mean it didn't exist. In I mean, I ain't saying that. I'm just saying I I, I know Janet. So I know Michael. Saying? And Tupac. <laughs> hey, Tupac. Girl, he's gone. Anyway. He, uh, allegedly. He gone allegedly. Anyway. So. Anywho. My favorite part of the show. It is time for Name That Movie. My. My movie for next week is dun, 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 dun. I don't have a quote because I didn't look one up because I literally I didn't think of a not I was ready you're annoying <laughs> cause I was sitting but here. guess what I'll give you the hint we said it earlier are we watching Girls Trip? yes and you be telling me telling me I can't remember I remember that so next week we're watching Girls Trip starring Regina not Regina King, Regina Hall. So many Regina, Regina's. Um, Tiffany Haddish, Queen Latifah, and Jada Pinkett Smith. All right. Yes. I guess. I'm excited to watch that. My favorite character was Tiffany Haddish. I did like her character. Who was my favorite? I like Regina Hall's character. I did like Regina, but I'm I'm used to. I don't know. I fell in love with Regina based off her being so fucking funny. And then to see her like take more of a serious role but still be funny. Like it was good. But I wanted some of that scary movie funny. Yeah. She ain't give that in this. She no. grown now. She don't do that no more. Yeah. I could have left Jada Pinkett at home. Anyway. No you couldn't have. I'm excited to watch that movie next week. Shameless plug time. You can follow the Black Girl Binge on the Black Girl Binge on Instagram. You can follow the Black Girl Binge on Twitter at the Black Girl Binge underscore. And you can follow the Black Girl Binge on TikTok at the Black Girl Binge Podcast. Until next time, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. And we'll talk to you next week. Put your rich ass to sleep when that's not chest. That last part was not needed. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.